Hey guys, so this is episode two of my podcast, and great news, I have decided to name this podcast, Airing It Out. Uh, I didn't put my name on it, um, I noticed that uh, <clears throat> this actual um, name, podcast name was taken, uh, but a lot of people have the same thing, so you know what, I don't care, I'm naming it Airing It Out, because that just seems really simple, um, and doesn't have a hidden meaning behind it where people are like, I don't know what it means by airing it out. Is he a football quarterback or, you know, does it, I I don't I'm, it's not confusing. Uh, I just make it simple. Airing it out. I didn't put airing it out with Josh Altop. No, no, I didn't put that. Um, but you know, I, I, I took some time and designing my logo and and did all that. Went went through a few other names. I had a few other names too. I'm not gonna put those on here, but um, you know, I, it was uh, something I put a lot of thought into. Something I, uh, you know, really kind of tasseled with for the last couple weeks before I started this podcast, and even last week when I published the last one or the first episode. So, uh, just a couple housekeeping things. I I, I just kind of want to let you guys know that. A lot of people who do podcasts, especially the professional ones, uh, all the ones I listen to, I'm sure they go through some sort of editing process. I Number one, I don't have the time for that. And number two, I, I think my personal opinion on it is that I don't think you get the full effect of who I am um, or effect of anybody else that I happen to bring on here, if that's anybody. Um, if I do editing, I, I kind of think that, you know, it's easier... If it's easier to understand people when they're just, you just have a rare conversation. There are lots of ums and pauses, maybe pauses that are, I don't know, 20 seconds long for no reason whatsoever, just like, like happened. Um, so I, I just want to make that clear. That's, I have no intention whatsoever of uh, editing this podcast and I think it's just something that, that makes it more real if I do it that way. So, um, you know, <laughs> I was going to try to figure out what it was I wanted to talk about this this week uh, or this episode. And, um, you know, I tasseled with it for a little bit. I'm like, do I, do, do I, I, had, I have fear on the list and I had patience on the list. And, of course, both of them, both of which I could probably ramble on forever. And as much as I want to talk about fear, I feel like as I'm sitting in traffic here on the way home, um, I think patience is probably the one thing that's easy for me. I mean, I live in Ohio, and I, and I don't know who else, who's going to listen to this, but uh, living in Ohio, it, it, we drive just a little bit differently than the rest of the country. And I'm, I'm not saying we're worse. I'm not saying we're the best. I'm saying... Uh, we are difficult and I'm not saying we're the most difficult. Um, you know, we like to, uh, rub bumpers. We like to take ride people's rear ends really close or honk and, you know, teach people sign language on the road, things like that. You know, and it just, it, it really gets to your patience. Like why do you have to go 64 miles an hour in the left-hand lane? Would it be so bad for you to go to 65? And my only thing, and I tell my wife this, I don't care that you're driving slow. As long as you drive the speed limit and you're safe, 
it's not going to bother me that you're in the left-hand lane or the right-hand lane for that matter. Just if I come up on you and you're in the left-hand lane and there's room to move over, then just move over. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that God puts all his time into orchestrating and trying to guide us in how we deal with traffic every day. Um, although I'm sure at least most of the people I know in Ohio, I'm sure that they would probably, uh, debate you on that. And like, I, I think God spends most of his day trying to calm me down from my road rage. It's more than likely the case. Um, I, you know, it, it's, it's hard for me to deal with difficult people. And I think I encounter most of the difficult people on the road, uh, whether it's, it's people who want to drive too slow or people who want to, uh, drive like they've got so many other better things to do than to drive through traffic at that exact moment. But guess what? They have to in order to get to where they're going. Um, so as I sit here, I'm getting ready to get on the uh, interstate. It's <laughs> the level of ignorance and uh, stupidity that just sits here. I, I don't. I I simply just don't understand it. And I know somewhere deep in my in my soul and my heart, God's going, you know what? You don't have to be that way. You don't have to do that. And, and of course, I, I, like I mentioned in my first episode, I, I like to think that God has a sense of humor when it comes to me. Um, that's the way I just envision God treating me. Um, because when it comes to me, I, I, I would want him to be that way. And... Um, and when I finally meet him, I would want him, I, I, I would want him to say, be like, you're right. <laughs> I had to have a sense of humor to deal with you. Um, but, you know, and I was always told, that, you know, I, I'm always taught in, in the churches, many, the many ministers and that I've come and uh, pastors I've come across, they, they always teach you that God doesn't teach you. God doesn't speak to you in a screaming type manner. He doesn't say he doesn't you know guide you in ways that you must do that no it's not that's not god that's no god speaks to you quietly and softly and he doesn't need to he, he really doesn't um and the more and more i understand that it's as if i can hear him a lot better uh especially when i pray it's 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 easier to hear him when i pray when i understand that he's doesn't need to shout at me and things are I understand things a little bit easier that way um, but when he's trying to teach me patience uh, I think that's patience all over the place um, not just in traffic with my life uh, patience with my daughter patience with my job um, I've, I mentioned I, I work in IT um, it's very difficult and I don't, I'm not sure what it is that you all do. Um, but rest assured that most of you do have some sort of it entity or asset that you have to deal with at some point. Um, rest assured that you treat those people with respect, man, because we deal with a lot of rude people and I get it. You need to do, you need to have these things, uh, running properly and, and the right tools to be able to do your job properly. But we, it's not like we sit somewhere and sabotage things. 
that's not what we do. We we're there to try to fix it and, you know, uh, and to be patient with those people is very difficult for us sometimes. I do catch myself sometimes when it gets to the point where it's a few people at once and there's so many things being poured at me. I, I, I feel like it's, you know, a hundred pound weights being just slammed on my head all at once every time someone complains. And I think the easiest thing for me to do is to step away, take a deep breath and just know, oh, excuse me, just know that things are going to be okay. Like God has got me in all that. Uh, it may not end uh, with everything resolved, but I'm going to come out the other end of it knowing that it's not that bad. I'm, I don't need to be that stressed about things. Life will go on whether those things get fixed or not. It will. Um, and you know, that, that's, that's, that's the thing. Culture has taught us so much to not be patient. We want it now. We need those things now. I'm not going to be patient. Why should I? We have the technology. We have the means as a country, as a country, as a world to get those things now. Why can't I have it? Well, there's no really, nobody really saying you can't, but it wouldn't hurt to be patient. And, uh, oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, it, it there's no real reason for impatience and pot calling the kettle black here. I'm just as impatient sometimes as anything. I, I do this with my patients with my daughter daily. Um, and some of it is for a liable reason. And some of it's probably just too much of anger. I I've had a horrible day or I didn't get enough sleep the night before and I'm just taking it out on her. But there's sometimes it's, it's, uh, you know, she's, not listening or she's done something wrong and that kind of stuff is really all in the same um when it comes to dealing with patients that um it's easier for us to look and just say god what is it that you want me to do what it what do you direct me in the way you want me to go and if it's not if if you can't find that, it's not going to be any easier. If you can't find the time, at least to, to step away and take a breath for yourself, then get back to it. Um, you know, even when it comes to love, I mean, love is patient. And, um, you know, I, I remember when, <laughs> when me and my wife first met, and she was in this relationship that was uh, kind of rough for her. And it was um, it, it wasn't easier for her to get out for a while. And when she finally did, she um, and we met and I kind of we started talking here and there. And we but we didn't become we, we didn't become exclusive yet. And basically what I told her is that you take whatever time you want. And if you come out of the end of it and you want to be together and you want to be with me, then say so. Because the relationship that she was in was 
quite frankly, she was, you know, she was in it for quite almost, almost the, you know, her whole teenage years and into early adulthood. So she hadn't really experienced life. And, um, she found, she, because I was patient and I just said, whenever you got time and it didn't happen that way. And I, I, I do look back at myself and am happy that I decided to wait as long as I did. Um, because they gave her a chance to breathe and that, that wouldn't be fair of me to go up to her and say, you know what, you'd be with me. You don't, if you don't, I'm not waiting around, but I, I cared about her too much. I liked her very much. And of course, no, I like her a lot. Like, I love, yeah, love, yeah, I love, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, she's going to listen to this and be like, what are you saying? So, but the, uh, the big thing I kind of want to get across today is, is, is being patient. And I think what the biggest, I think the biggest obstacle as Christians as we have is not just the fact that we have to be patient with life, be patient with the world, but God is teaching us to be patient with him. You know, when, when times are rough, when times suck, when your finances are horrible and your fi- and, and your life is just, and you plead with God for help. You sit there and you pray, you get down on your hands and knees and say, God, please, please guide me out of this mess. What is it that I need to do? And a lot of people get impatient with that and get impatient for a response from him. Like, you know what? He doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. He would have answered. He would have given me some sort of sign. Otherwise, no, what he's actually doing, he's teaching you to be patient for that. Um, I, I do that quite often. There's there's times where I just can't handle it anymore. Uh, at least I used to be. Not so much anymore, but where I would plead to him and I would pray to him, God, please just get me out of this crap. Get me out of this mess. Whatever your will be, that's fine. Whatever it is you want to do with me, that's fine. But please, just get me out of it. And I think, in his very humorous manner, would say to me, he would say, Josh, you will be out of it. I will get you out of it. But what I'm trying to teach you right now is that you need to stay in it. Because that will be the greatest gift of all to you. It won't be relief for me to be out of it so quick as opposed to staying in it, learning a few things along the way, and knowing that I could get through anything after that. Um, I think that's one of the things that he wanted, he, he would tell, I think it's what he would tell me. Um, I could be wrong, but... I, uh, you know, for a while I was very impatient and it's hard to go through life like that. Uh, I can't imagine, I really can't imagine what it's like for kids these days, these days, that they have to continuously be in a world that demands things, demands so much, demands so much of them and demands it now. Um, that really with the exception of the school system, they do everything they can to make sure those kids succeed. And 
they're so patient with them. And, but other than that, they are plunged into a world that is not that way. And it is not that way. But what we need to do as a culture, what we need to do as Christians, is teach people to be patient. Help God win that battle. Teach people to say, it's not necessary that I have to have it now. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for the things that are in front of you. Understand it, it this guys, this is this this is his world. We're just living in it. That's it. And uh once we come to terms with that with with that statement, it's all easy pickings from there. And I'm not saying it's gonna be hard once in a while, but we have to believe that he's got he's got the wheel. We have to. So, um, this is going to be a shorter episode. I wanted to make it short because patience for me is is a pretty easy easy thing to get across. Um, you're either impatient or you're not. I mean, it can't get any worse than that. But I kind of want to just keep it simple, let you guys know that the podcast has been named. And what to look for, how to look for on all the different podcast engines there are out there to look for. So uh, I appreciate you looking, listening to the podcast if you do. And watch out for next week's episode. Thank you.